I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. I am super excited to announce that the next cohort of the Collective Mastermind is officially kicking off. And the best part is, is we gave it a makeover. So the new nine-month mastermind is nothing like you have ever experienced before. Because as we say, a life priorities-focused business is the fastest way to multi-six figures. And I'm going to teach you exactly how. So if you aren't familiar with our mastermind, we combine strategy and mindset and then layer on our sought-after community and toolkit. But let's just get real for a second. So in today's business and economy, you have to continue to grow and pivot or you're going to be left behind, period. What makes this different? I have only run my business in a pandemic, a recession, or whatever you want to call our current state. We now have a full team and I have retired myself and my husband in less than three years. And in the last 15 months, we have crossed the half a million mark in revenue. And I did most of this while working full time. I'm not saying this just to throw out numbers. I am saying this to show you that it is possible. This mastermind is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. I actually adapt to you and your goals and provide you with the structure and accountability to scale. And my ultimate goal, again, let's just be real, is for you to make your investment back and more. Unlike other masterminds, if you happen to have mastermind trauma, you actually get access to me directly. As in, I am right here building it with you. You get the power of the group, but the benefit of the one-on-one. So this is a perfect fit for you if you have started a business and are ready to scale to multi-six-figure and seven figures. You are ready to buy back your time and energy. You want to expand your team in a way that makes sense for you and saves time. 
you are ready to have consistent 10K, 20K, 30K months and beyond, and you are really ready to step into that true CEO role. It is time to pivot. It is time to be a part of a community to support you with the expansion, alignment, and profit that you want to make in your business. So I'm going to make this super, super, super easy because my goal is to help you do less better and make more money. Who doesn't want that? Just DM me mastermind and I'll share you the next steps and how to apply. You can also grab the link in the show notes or go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash crush the rush collective. And yes, in case you were curious, all of our famous retreats are included and they also got a makeover too. So just DM me mastermind and I will share the next steps with you or you can go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash Crush the Rush Collective. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, I am so excited to introduce to you and bring on my friend, Micah Folsom. Now, Micah is just one of the most motivating people that I have ever met. And I have had the honor of being able to spend a weekend with her and her family on a retreat that we went on in a mastermind that we were in together. And I think you're going to see why she has been so successful, but also she is going to teach us some of her ways in how to build a multiple, not just one, wildly successful businesses and why having a vision is so essential to being motivated and consistent. Micah is a wife to a cattle rancher and large animal veterinarian and a homeschool mom to their five kids, yes, five, on a small farm in Southeast Idaho. She's also the top leader and multiple seven-figure network marketer in the health and wellness space, the host of the Do Your Crap podcast, creator of her own program for network marketers called Ignite Your Life, and most recently is helping her husband with their Folsom Farm homegrown beef subscription boxes. I am telling you, she does it all, and she is going to walk us through how she does it and how being a multi-passionate human being actually helps her do more. We're going to dig deep into the belief you have in yourself, talk about clarity around how to pursue your goals and dreams, and really dig deep on how to find that fire to go after everything you want in life. I am telling you, and I said this in the episode, this is one of the episodes that you're going to want to save and bookmark. And when you need a boost of motivation, you're going to want Micah in your back pocket. I hope you love this conversation as much as I did. Hi, Micah. Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast. How are you? I'm so good, Holly. How are you? Thanks for having me on. You're so welcome. I always like to start with sort of like how I connected with a guest and I think it's really cool. So Mike and I actually met in a mastermind together and I got to know her over a retreat that we went to. It was actually the retreat where we had the epiphany that I was going to just like leave my job like within like a week or so. So she got to be on the journey, like as it played out behind the scenes. But one of the reasons I wanted to bring Micah on is because I feel like all of you listening are going to be so inspired by her ability to balance multiple seven figure businesses, multiple children, and still puts her health and wellness and family as a priority, which is a really hard, I hate the word balance, but it's a really hard balancing act to, to manage. So that's what we wanted to dig in today. But if you could describe yourself in like a two minute summary, how would you do that? Well, man, first of all, that's, I feel like we'll go into that. We'll go into like the, how I do it all and stuff, but I feel like I, yeah. I'm cheating the system because my job 
is my health journey. And so it's like, yeah, that's built in, you know? So I'm like, eh, it's kind of like a unicorn situation, but two minutes, I would say I'm, so I'm a mom of five. I grew up an athlete. I have always been just really driven with like by goals and growth and challenge and all of those things. And when I became a mom, I got married at 19, met JD in college. I was playing volleyball. He was playing football. I literally only went to college to play volleyball, had no (laughs) desire to ever work a day in my life. I was like, I was just, I want to be a stay-at-home mom forever. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. I loved it. I thought that's what good moms did. And so I got into marriage. We got pregnant seven months later. I had my first baby, obviously nine, 10, whatever it works. (laughs) Ten months after that. And we ended up in Florida, 38 hours away from family. My husband was drafted to play football for the Miami dolphins, which was a whole other story. So that was fun, but it was like, welcome to the real world. You're 20, you have a seven week old baby and you're living what you thought was like the end all you're a mom. Like, so that's all I had planned for. Right? <laughs> what do you do now? <laughs> exactly. And so I just kind of find, found myself like navigating all of that. Like, okay, well I'm watching HGTV all day. I'm like, what do I do with my life? You can only talk, like do so much with a few month old baby. And I was just like, what the heck? So that's when I'm like, okay, I feel like crap because I have this baby weight. I need to take care of myself. What should I do? That is where I found the workouts on an infomercial and started doing insanity. And so that was like the enter into the whole coaching world, but I didn't start coaching till four years after that. And so everything in our path has just been like following the heart tug, following the heart tug. So when it was, when I was in those like early motherhood months, I became obsessed with taking pictures as most moms do obsessed with taking pictures of my daughter. And I'm like, I want to hone in on this craft. I want to like get better at this. I needed something. I needed something to fill my time and like focus on. And so I started like YouTube university, learned how to shoot, learned how, like all of the things taught myself, everything, bought some workshops online and I started shooting and I started charging and I, and I grew a wedding photography business for three and a half years. That was a six figure business. It was successful. It was helping us through vet school. My husband stopped playing football, went to vet school. And that was when I'm like, okay, I love having something outside of motherhood. Like this is so good for my brain. It's so good to have a passion. It's so good to have something to like continue to grow and expand. But we, we found ourselves really like high-fiving each other out the door. JD would come home from school. I would high-five him out the door. He would take the kids. I would go shoot. I would be up super late editing. And at the time I'm like, this is the dream. Like I get to be home with my kids. I don't have to check in with anyone. I don't have to answer to anyone. I can do it on my time, but it was a lot. And it, and it really, really took a toll on our marriage more than anything else. And that, at that point, like, as we were juggling all these things, that's where I was like, I feel like crap. I I was after baby number two at this point. I'm like, I, okay, this is longer than two minutes, but I feel like this is kind of all. (laughs) No, I love it. I'm so, it's, (laughs) he's going. So, so at that point I felt like crap after baby number two. And I'm like, I'm going to go back to what, what I know. I know these at-home workouts work, but I wanted something new. I'd been doing insanity off and on for four years. So I found another program, found this random girl on Instagram who had a six pack. And I'm like, I want a six pack. So, okay. Tell me what you're doing. 
And so I started another program, got, got into that. And then that's when I learned about coaching. And so at that time I was so like plate was full, two kids under four husband, full-time vet, like gone all the time in school, running my photography business. And the heart tug was there like, Hey, you should probably make this a priority. Like you're feeling really good. You're feeling really good. You could probably help some people and like, just do this kind of on the side. And it would really, for me, it was the accountability over everything else. I was the yo-yo queen. I was the all in all out. I was the, I would, I could go for a phase and I would do really good and I'd be committed and then life would happen. And I would be totally off the wagon, but not just off the wagon, like rolling in the mud, getting run over by the vehicle, like totally. And I'm like, Frick, why can I not figure this out? And I remember telling JD, one of our friends from college, she is a personal trainer. She's a nutritionist. She like does plans for everyone and all this stuff. She's like a fit pro. I remember seeing her stuff on, in, on Facebook and I would roll my eyes and I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's so easy for her. Cause it's her job. Like if it was my job, I would end up like I could show up too. And then when I got into this challenge as a customer, and then I learned that coaching was a thing and you could actually help people and make some income. I was like, hold on a second. I couldn't make this. I can make this like a thing. I can make it a bigger part of my life. And for whatever reason, I needed that skin in the game. I needed that skin in the game to know that if I ever wanted to be able to help someone else, I had to take care of number one first. And so I don't have like magic motivation or willpower or anything like that. I just literally kind of took on a new identity. And as soon as I became a coach, I was like, okay, I'm now a healthy person and a healthy person lives this way. They prioritize their workouts. They prioritize their nutrition. They prioritize their mindset and a healthy person does these things. And so I'm going to do these things. And so I kind of like skipped a lot of roadblocks that most people have to deal with navigating how to do their full-time job and how to do this and how to navigate that and how to do this. Cause I just like became a part of what I did every day. And so that answers that question. And then a few months into coaching, I really just like super fell in love with the feeling I got when I was receiving those messages from women that were like, I've never showed up for myself like this. I feel so proud. Like I'm so much nicer to my kids. I'm so much, I have more energy and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I like have goosebumps just talking about it because it still lights me up to this day. And I was just like, this is what I need to be doing. I don't know how this works. I don't know where this will go. I don't know what it's going to take, but this is what's lighting my soul on fire. So eight months in, I hung up my camera strap, stopped doing that and went all in with coaching. And that's where I fell in love with mindset, personal growth, mentoring human beings to just build new habits and have more joy in life and all of that, which led to the podcast I have, which led to creating the course I have for network marketers. Like, so it's just been like one after another, after another, after another. So it definitely wasn't a, like, I just want to be a businesswoman and do right. all these things. It was like, I need to take care of myself. So let's start there. And then everything else has come from that. So that was long. Yeah. It's <laughs> such a good story. I've heard it a couple of times. It's so good. Every time I hear it. So I want to dig into two things. One is you kept mentioning, like, follow your heartstrings. And I feel mm. like so often I get asked the question, well, how do I know what the what next step is? Or how do I know if this is the right thing to do? And I literally just wrote an email of like this, like, 
I don't know if it's the right thing, but I just keep being reminded that it's the thing that I should do. So I'm going to go ahead and do it, even though it makes me feel like I want to throw up sometimes. So like, can you dig into that a little bit? Because I think you guys have been so successful in all of your businesses because you are leading from the heart. Yeah. I think it's so crucial for a couple of reasons. One, every one of us is so unique in the path that we're going to take the life that we're going to live, the purpose that we have for being on earth, like what we're supposed to do here. And I am whatever you believe in God, the universe, I am very a firm believer that God knows exactly what's in store for me. And he is leading the way. So if I'm like blindly walking, then I'm doing everyone around me a disservice, but we get those heart tugs. We get those inklings. We get those like ideas. And lots of times we quiet those real quick because of fear, because of limiting beliefs because of reservations, because of not feeling worthy of whatever, because of everything else. You're too busy to to take action on that. But I've just been super, super intentional about like being in tune with those heart tugs, listening from within and just taking action from there and not worrying about how it's going to play out, not worrying about the next step, just going in motion. And that's where so much magic happens because then you figure out the next thing and you figure out the next thing and you, and you get your next idea and whatever, but, oh my gosh, this is one of the things that I think most people skip. And I call Mm -hmm. it missing your miracles because I truly feel like we have miracles happening every single day and we're just not listening. We're not looking for them. We're not mindful. And when you become super in tune with those things, it's like, holy moly, the stars are aligning and things are falling in place. And I'm feeling so much joy. And I think that's the secret to success is I don't care how much money you make. If you hate your life, if you hate what you're doing, if you're ruining your relationships, if you're running yourself into the ground, money is not what we're after. Like we're after fulfillment and impact and joy. But what happens is when you're after those things, money is a blessing that comes with it. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it goes hand in hand. So I think that's why we've been able to do all that we've been able to do is because we're just very purpose-driven and it's everything that lights us up. I mean, JD, you know, is doing all the stuff he loves (laughs) with cows and I'm doing all the stuff I love. And then it's just kind of that perfect combo of finding that purpose and passion and income opportunity Mm -hmm. where it's like, how, how is this a real thing that we can make money doing what we love and actually love doing it? Like what? Mm-hmm. But it's possible for anyone. Yeah. Such is such a good story. Okay. The second thing I want to step into is you mentioned in your intro that you felt like you had to step into the person that you wanted to be. So it was like, okay, well, if I want to be a healthy person, like this is how I have to act. And I would say health is a perfect example, but so is if I want to run a business, then yeah. this is how I have to act. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. I feel like self-image and identity and all that stuff is so much more power, powerful than we really, truly understand. And most of the times we're trying to deal with the symptoms of the identity issue, right? We're trying to be like for health is, is an example. We're trying to be healthier. We're trying to lose weight. We're trying to run more. We're trying to eat better. We're trying to eat cleaner. We're trying to wake up earlier. We're, we're trying to do all of these things. But if we're trying to do those things from a place of like, I am lazy. I'm a procrastinator. I like junk food. I am this. You're not going to be able to sustain those things you're trying to do. So it's like, that's why I'm obsessed with 
oh my gosh, so many things, but like vision and really getting clear on who you want to be, because as, as you can step into that person who you want to be, whatever area, health, business, motherhood, whatever you consequently do those things naturally. And so it's way less stressful. It seems way easier because it's like, oh, I just do those things instead of like trying to do all of the things that you think are going to lead you to be the person that you want to be. You just be them and then you do those things. And so I think most people have it backwards. Yeah. It's almost like act as if it's already happened, right? Like I'm already making seven figures. I'm already the healthiest person on the planet. And then these are the activities that are going to keep it happening. Yep. Totally. I love that. I know you're super passionate about vision. If you Uh, are listening to this and you're like, this sounds amazing, but like, how the heck do you know, like what you should be clear on? What would your advice be? Oh man. Yeah. I'm really, so I went to a Bob Proctor event years ago before he passed, obviously. And I learned about vision and clarity and all that stuff. But then I learned about this thing called And I don't remember what she called it, but she was essentially teaching you how to create a vision story. And that's what I call, I have like a mini workshop for how to create this. And this is what I listen to every single morning. And so every single morning, and this goes along with like, how do you stay consistent? How do you stay motivated? You literally are like reminding yourself who you are, who you want to be, what you're working towards, what you're bringing to life on a daily basis every single morning. And so my biggest thing is lots of people, when they're creating goals, I feel like that's different than your vision because goals are like benchmark focused and lots of times they're kind of one dimensional. Most people, when you're like set goals, they're like, okay, well I'll set business goals Mm -hmm. and maybe some life goals, but most people really just like set business goals or health goals or whatever. Whereas your vision, I feel like that's all encompassing. Like this is like literally what you're creating for your life. Like when you're thinking five, 10, 15 years out, Who are you surrounded by? What are you doing on a daily basis? How do you feel about it? What impact are you making? Where do you live? And you get so like, so descriptive that you can get so emotionally connected to it. And the power of it is that your brain does not know the difference between imagination and reality. So if you can imagine it so deeply and you can get so connected with it, you can literally bring it to life. And it's so freaking powerful. If you create vision boards, maybe you've seen this happen. Like I'll create vision boards and I've done it for years. And even if you don't constantly look at it, it's still subconsciously there. Like you're still Mm -hmm. putting it into the universe that this is what you want. This is the direction you're going. You have targets to go for. And when you look at those things, how many of those things are you like, holy crap, I did this. I did this. We did this. We did this. We did this. I didn't even realize it. It's so powerful. So that's why I created the whole vision story workshop, because this has been one of probably the most powerful things that I've implemented in my life that has not just brought um, like success, but like just brought joy and fulfillment because it's, it's every area of my life. That's important to me. It's family, it's business, it's impact, it's contribution. It's all of those things that holistically make me who I am and what I want to build a life around is in my ear every single morning as I'm listening to it. So if you're not letting yourself dream and letting yourself expand and letting yourself actually write down the desires on your heart. You're doing yourself such a disservice. Like I can't even, I can't even. And I find that that's probably the biggest roadblock is people are like, well, 
I feel guilty for wanting anything more. I feel guilty yeah. for like saying that I want this when like so many people are struggling and this, and I like get it for a second, but then a part of me is like, no, 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 no. Because when you play small, you're doing everyone else around you a disservice. And as you expand, you're able to give more, you're able to do more, you're able to impact more, you're able to contribute more. Like if more good people were doing more good, the world would be completely different place. So you've got to get over those play small, like reservations. I love that. I also love, and we do this too, how you incorporate business and life together, because I feel like so often people will be like, well, I've got these 10 business goals, but they have nothing to do with like their everyday life. And so they're not motivated to actually like take the step that they need to in their business because it's not tied back to anything personal. Have you found that as well? Oh, totally. You've got to figure out how to interweave your business with your just family or whatever matters most to you. Like lots of Mm -hmm. times it's family. One of the biggest drivers in our business early on, especially like my coaching business, I would set my business goals based around like what we wanted to do as a family. Mm -hmm. So I would get the kids on board. Where do we want to go? What trip do we want to take? We want to do a beach vacation. Okay. When we hit this goal in the business, we're going to do that as a family. And you better believe that they got way more excited about me working and me doing the things that it was going to take to grow. And that was way more fun. I feel like lots of women, especially struggle with that. Like, well, I want this, but that's outside of family and that's outside of motherhood. So, so I feel guilty for wanting these things. And then it's taking away time from my family when I really want to be with them. So it's like this double-edged sword, especially for our full-time workers that are also wanting to build another income and extra things. You're like, okay, I want to do this to create more time with my family, but it's taking away. You have to have a clear understanding of where you're going. And this is where vision, if you can really get clear on, okay, for this season, maybe it's two years, five years, whatever. I am willing to sacrifice some TV, some sleep, some girls night out, some whatever in order to move the needle forward so much in this extra business that it will clear out so many hours in two years, three years, five years that I can spend so much more time, have way more control of my time and my income and all the things. Like if you can keep that so clear, it's easier to stay on track. It's easier to be consistent. Mm -hmm. It's easier to show up on those days when you're like, is this actually even working? (laughs) You have to be so clear on why you're doing it and what it actually means like deep. Yeah. I love that. I also think it's so important to have your family involved because I know at the retreat we were at, like I had my kids there, you had your kids there, like our husbands were there. And like, I was super clear on the vision, but I think for like my husband and my kids to see like, Oh, mommy is not at her full-time job right now. She's like at a different thing that's different. And, but this is way more fun. So like, how can we help her do this? I think it's super, super powerful. Yeah. I mean, I feel like sometimes we try to compartmentalize everything Mm -hmm. and especially when we're building something online or building something where it's accessible from your computer or your phone or anywhere, it's really easy to be like, Oh, well, this is taking away time from my family. I shouldn't be on my phone right now. I shouldn't be doing this. But just like you were saying, like when you bring them into it and you're like, Hey, I'm on my phone for this time, for this reason, Mm -hmm. and this is what I'm doing. And they understand. And even like, I would share messages with my kids from like clients who were like sharing wins and sharing how it was impacting them. 
they were like, that's freaking cool, mom. Like that mm-hmm. is really neat what you get to do. And they see me on calls and they see me on podcasts and speaking on stage. And I don't know. I just, I can't help, but think if they can see me doing that, that they're like, dude, I could do anything. Like yeah. I see mom up there and she's just normal old mom. That <laughs> means I can do anything. And I want my kids to just feel so empowered to go after everything that they want. So I better be willing to model that, you know? Oh, so good. Okay. I want to pivot just a minute because I know you've started multiple businesses. So if you were going to give somebody advice who was maybe working full-time or maybe in a job that they didn't love and they wanted to pivot to something else, what would you tell them? I would say like identify the core essential things that you have to do every day, like make the sacrifices that it's going to take to do the most essential things to move the needle forward. Once you see forward motion and once you see some income coming in and some growth happening, it's so much easier to stay consistent with that. And the kicker is that you have to know that you can be doing both and you can grow simultaneously and you're not, you don't need to give up your full-time thing in order to do that. You can Mm -hmm. be doing both, get it rolling, build the engine, get it moving. And then when it feels you'll know when it feels like a good spot to let go of the full time. If that's what you want to do, you can go all in on the other, but it, it just takes discipline period. Mm -hmm. It takes discipline. It takes having that clear vision and identifying the no matter what's, I think that's key because there's Mm going to be a million different things that you can do for building a new business. And you're going to be like, Holy crap, I'm so overwhelmed. I can't do all this, blah, blah, blah. What are the most essential things that actually bring clients in the door, bring income into your bank account, do those things so consistently. And then you can expand and maybe delegate some things and all that stuff to get it moving faster, but just keep it simple and be willing at the beginning to sacrifice some of the things that you're doing in life for a season, Yeah, because I love build the word something. Uh, yeah. Because it's not forever. Like mm-hmm. I remember when I was starting, I was like, okay, I'm willing to give up. I was not willing to give up family time. I was not willing to give up like the things that we valued most, our faith, whatever. I was willing to give up TV time. I was willing to give up time with friends. I was willing to give up just scrolling and like mindless downtime. And I just found the power pockets and I found the moments where I'm like, Hey, I got 10 minutes. Let's move the needle. I got Mm -hmm. 10 minutes. What can I do? That's going to pack a punch. And when you get really clear on that, it just becomes a habit. And then you get really intentional and you're, you will blow your mind what you can fit in the cracks of your day, even when you're really intentional about it, but you've got to be clear on what needs to happen no matter what, before your head hits the pillow. I love it. I use the word season all the time. Cause I'm like, it's just a season. It's a season yeah. of busy. It's a season of slow. It's a season. You just adjust totally. to the season. If you're in a season where you're not feeling motivated, what do you use to stay consistent? Oh, geez. Motivated in business. Uh, in either category. Yeah. I mean, if your alarm goes off and you're like, I can't get up today. Like, what do you do? I get up and I do it anyways. No, <laughs> I feel like I'm a little bit of a unicorn. I'm like, I know that doing the things is what generates the energy, what generates the motivation. So there's some core things that I've identified in my own life, vision story in the morning, my workout in the morning, like doing some key things is what ignites the engine. And so I've just built the habits. So I don't have Mm -hmm. to rely on feeling like it or motivation. I just do it. I don't, I take out the guesswork and then it generates 
everything that I need to actually Mm -hmm. like do the hard stuff. So I would just say, really tune into like what you need. Maybe it's taking a walk out in nature every morning. Maybe it's tuning into a favorite YouTube or podcast or whatever. Maybe it's blasting your music for five minutes and just like up in your state and changing your physical state. You figure out what you need and then you build that into your routine on a daily basis. And you will no longer have to rely on feeling like it. You will be Mm -hmm. able to generate those positive habits that are going to like put just put you on the path that you need to be on every single day. So good. I feel like you could just listen to this on repeat and immediately <laughs> feel more motivated. So <laughs> before we end every episode though, we like to get to know our guests a little bit. So my first question is, which you kind of gave us a sneak peek is what is your morning routine? Oh yeah. Okay. So I wake up, I, well, it's kind of shifting right now because we're going from summer to school or whatever, but wake up. I have pre-workout. I listen to my vision story. I read some PD, like something positive, a book or whatever. And then I do some gratitude and then I go work out. And after that, I get work done right after that, because that's Mm -hmm. when I'm like in my highest state and super pumped up. So that's it. It's nothing fancy. It doesn't take long. Some, some like the mornings that I'm rushed or things are crazy. I still do those things. I just do them for like a littler amount of time, but I really focus on just the feeling that it generates that feeling of Mm -hmm. inspiration and excitement and energy rather than like, it has to be done a certain way, a certain amount Mm -hmm. of time and check the box, you know? So that's more what I focus on over anything. Yeah. I love that. What are you currently reading? the, is it the power of one more or something? One more by Ed Milet. Yeah. I'm reading that too now. Yeah. So good. It is so good. And the thing is, is I listened to Ed Milet a lot. And so I was like, am I really going to like this book? Like, is this going to be a repeat? But it's very, it's very like you read a sentence and you're motivated and then you turn the page and you read another sentence. It's very motivational. So like it. Yeah. Yeah. Just for fun. What's your best favorite vacation spot? Oh man. Well, I love our cabin in Island Park just because it's like our our place, but vacation vacation, like when we're traveling, I would probably say Maui or Kauai. No, 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 no. Greece. Greece. Oh, I think nice. Greece is my favorite. Yeah. So fun. I do yeah, love a good Hawaii fun. trip. I haven't been to Greece, but it's a popular answer. So thank yes, you so you much, Micah. I know we're going to link all of your sort of visionary tools in the show notes, but why don't you tell everyone where to find you and how to connect with you? Yeah, you can find me. I hang out most on Instagram and it's at life on Folsom farm. And then I also, if you want to, I send out a weekly email. So if you want to get like weekly inspirational nuggets, motivation resources, go to micafolsomfit.com slash D Y C that's my podcast. Do your crap. So D Y C and make sure you get the first email. Cause the first email will tell you like, hey, what season of life are you in? Are you a mom who wants to be healthy? Are you a business owner that wants this? Are you a whatever? And then you can click and I'll give you a free goodie and some nuggets to kind of get you started and then show up weekly to just kind of be that light under your rear to keep you focused on everything you want in life. I love it. Thank you so much, Micah. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Holly. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It's just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.